Welcome to the Wellness Hustle Podcast. I'm Kirsty Taylor, your host, a writer, a storyteller, and a wanderer of life. I struggled so much in the past, and it wasn't until I started to focus on myself that I saw true change and really started living my life. This podcast is aimed to help you realize that this whole work hard, play hard mantra bullshit has not been cutting it. We need to focus on what truly matters. Think of this podcast as a tool for finally hustling for yourself. So let's shift our focus from the external to the internal because in the end, you deserve it. All right, guys. Hi. I'm actually not going to do an intro with this one since I am here with Jody, and we've been hanging out all night. I am just going to go straight into this. Jody is my friend. I met her through Barry's Boot Camp, where she's an instructor, and I wanted to talk to her about her journey that she's gone through over the past couple of years. And yeah, I just find it very inspiring. And I think she's a really dope person. And she recently did a really cool collab with Nike Los Angeles. And I want her to talk about that and share her experience. And yeah, so welcome (laughs) to the Wellness Hustle Podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. Of course. You're the best. (laughs) Truly. We We just made the most bomb tacos. I mean, I thought they were pretty bomb. Oh, they were fire. Yeah. J- uh, Jody just went to Expo West and got a bunch of stuff from Siete. Which- Yo, shout out. <laughs> Yo, sponsor. Yo, please send us some stuff, though. We tagged them in everything, hoping that they <laughs> Yeah. And um, we made these bomb tacos, uh, salmon tacos. And then we attempted to make <laughs> these, I don't know, Jody sent me this on Instagram. These, like, what were they supposed to be? Cookie brownie? I don't even know. Things. I don't know what the title was. It just looked really bomb. So I was like, ooh. And then I looked at the ingredients. I was like, all right, we could like yeah, work with this. Nothing crazy. Yeah, they're paleo. Yeah. But we were like making the, the, the cookie part of it. We're like, okay, let's double the batter. <laughs> then we doubled the batter of the brownie part. But then when we were rolling out the cookie part, we made it the same size as, <laughs> if, <laughs> as if it was one thing of, or one batch. And so when we poured the massive amount of brownie <laughs> the batter, the mountain on, <laughs> of brownie batter, we were like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> Literally at the same time. Oh, we did not do this right. <laughs> so I made a little bit of a mess, but the cookies came out pretty good. Very Instagram photo worthy. Yeah, for they sure. came out pretty. Very pretty. That's true. That's very true. Yeah, so that was our night. So far. <laughs> so far, so good. What a lit Friday night. Is it Friday? Yeah. Dude, I don't ever really go out on the weekends, so I'm just kind of like, Monday, Friday, yeah, Saturday. Yeah, same. My, my week schedule is just, like, so random, so. Yeah. When it's- Honestly, Fridays, I'm like, let's go. Food. Pajamas. <laughs> face mask. And feet mask. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Your notorious feet masks. <laughs> I don't use I love still them. probably have like 20 of them. Oh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> I love those. Uh, yeah. I kind of like forget when it's Friday and Saturday. I'm like, oh, yeah. Normal people. Normal people. Go. <laughs> <laughs> In Los Angeles, what? You mean people don't have feet face masks on at 830? You know? Totally. Oh, God. Living. Living <clears throat> your best lives. Exactly. Truly. Exactly. All right. Cool. So, how about 
I'm, I'm, we kind of are just doing a free-form interview type thing today. So where do you think you want to start in talking about your journey? Well, this coming May, so what is it? It's almost, okay, it's middle of March. So in like two and a half months, it'll be two years since I came here, which is pretty crazy. To Los Angeles. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, I graduated from college. Um and I literally left the next day in my car with one of my Wait, friends. Really? The next day? Yeah. <laughs> I, was a little, I was a little hungover from, from graduation. I, like, we were on our way to Pittsburgh. We had to just pull over, and I had to step out. And, <laughs> and breathe some yeah. <laughs> No, literally the next day. Oh, um, wow. Because I had to be there the next week for the internship program I was doing. Okay. So we only had a week to drive. Yeah. And I wanted to hit as wow. much as I could. So the next day, yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. like, not really sure if I'm going to be back or not. And wow. so, yeah, so drove out here, had a three-month internship, majored in film. So that's kind of what brought me out here. Uh, ended up doing a photography internship for a spin studio. And I kind of, I always had the goal, the dream of like, I'm going to live in California. And then in college, I learned about the, opportunity, the internship opportunity and... My, like, we were doing a tour of our school, and the tour guide was like, yeah, a lot of people will, like, go in the summer um, and then just stay and, like, drive cross-country. And I was yeah. like, I'm doing that. They're like, hello. And so came about, and three months kind of came and went quickly, and I was like, okay, I want to stay. I need to start looking for places and a job. And the the spin studio was hiring front desk, so I started working. And when I, before I'd come out here, I'd kind of, like, was in the middle of, of a fitness journey. A I personal started, I, fitness yes, journey, yeah. I, like, 360 my lifestyle change um, and really got into, majority got into eating, like, what I was eating, and I, like, found out such a love for cooking and vegetables. <laughs> yeah. Um, they come hand in hand. Yeah. And, and so I came out here, and, of course... I mean, we're in the heart of it. I was like, we were literally whoa. in the hub of like. I was like, whoa, yeah. okay, this is awesome. Like, I knew I'd never, I had never even been in LA before I drove out here, Sick. and yeah. So when I came out here, I was like, yep, mm-hmm, this is right. And yeah. even when I, my parents were like, you know, what do you want to do? And I was like, I don't know exactly what I want to do, but like, I know this is where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. How did that feel? How did that feel like just coming to a city you didn't know anything about? Was it scary? No, because I used to go to a camp when I was a kid in Tennessee where I like didn't know a lot of people. So I like I went abroad where I didn't really know. Like I've done it a yeah. lot. And like I think that I like that feeling, I guess. Like I I like the challenge of like having to meet new people and stuff like yeah. that. This was definitely the biggest adjustment because mm-hmm. I went from college <laughs> To adulthood. And, like, real. I graduated. And then, on top of that, I moved across the country. It hit me real quick. But, yeah, no, I knew I knew this is where I wanted to be. And so, obviously, my passion for health and fitness just got so much bigger when when I got out here. And I got introduced to group fitness. I started spinning at the, the studio that I worked at. And then, because... Fitness is great out here. We get trades, and um, which a trade is like if you work at a studio, you get free classes at like another oh my God, studio. Yeah. Like it's if the you best do, park. if you work at a cycling studio, you can have a free yoga membership. Yeah. Basically, like, that got me berries for free, and um, 
I just like fell in love with it right mm-hmm. away. And that was kind of more of nothing against spinning at all, but that was more of my workout. You know, I was, I got into when I was in college, I was heavy lifting and stuff like that. Um, so once I got introduced to, to berries, I became like obsessed with it. Naturally, everyone that, that comes is like yeah. slowly gets like addicted to it very quickly because it's a great workout. And, like it is, yeah. In the in the room, it's crazy. And so I was going all the time, and then I don't know when it clicked on me, but I kind of decided that I was getting a lot of messages from people back home how inspired they were by like my fitness journey, and and then I was like, wait, I want to become an instructor. Mm -hmm. Because this is literally, like, it changed my life in so many more ways than fitness. Like, I knew that I would walk in that room and, like, outwork anyone that was in the room. Yeah. Just because it was just, it did so much more for me. And so I want to become an instructor. So I literally uh, went up to one of the instructors after their class, introduced myself, and asked about their pathway. And uh, she helped me out. Tremendously, shout out Chandler. <laughs> oh, it was Chandler. Yeah, I was. That's oh, how we became that's friends. So cool. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty rad. And I did everything in my power. I took my boss's class. I took class all the time. Every single person in the Venice studio knew me and like yeah. knew how badly I wanted. I was like, oh, I can't wait for you to become an instructor. Like, and I was like, yeah, like this is gonna be so cool. Like, yeah. my passion. And my parents. Meanwhile, my parents are like, what about film? <laughs> It's really hard to describe any kind of lifestyle out here, but on coming from Pennsylvania, when you hear group fitness and like that you're going to make a career out of that and be able to afford living in California, it kind of yeah. sounds insane. <laughs> yeah. And they were fully supportive of it, but you know, obviously. A little they, worried at the same time. Yeah. And so I'm like, don't worry. Like, they're like, okay, when's the audition? Or like, you know, when are you going to start this training? And I was like, it's coming. It's coming. Like, I promise. And uh, they they kept telling me that it was coming. And then finally, after Christmas, I think they realized that they were really short on instructors. So they finally t- reached out and they were like, you know, if you're still interested, we're going to have training or we're going to have audition. Mm-hmm. And I was like, sick. Like I knew I, I took class so much that I, I knew like the in and outs of queuing and pro- and basically programming because not only did I go through my own like fitness transition and learn a ton about you know exercise and and fitness but um I took class so much and yeah they held an audition and I like mic'd up I had the difference was I was a very very like green light like I was definitely and I was absolutely an underdog and um I'd never talked group fitness before oh, okay. I had never been an actor actress or like performed anything and you know part of being a group fitness instructor is performing they literally call us enter trainers really yes it makes me cringe (laughs) um (laughs) yeah enter trainers i was like oh my god but it's true (laughs) it is you know every everyone yeah yeah um and so i mic'd up like two or three times couldn't stand hearing my voice um, but luckily I was able to at least practice. Yeah. And then I auditioned and I was like shitting my pants. So nervous. Yeah. Um, literally I was in Chandler's car before and like oh. practicing, <laughs> like in my car practicing yeah. like with my music 
and just trying to, yeah, it was, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> so I auditioned and then I really was like almost sold that, you know, I'd cruise there and like, I took the two weeks off of work for training and, mm-hmm. and I was like, ooh, that was, you know, it wasn't my best and you could tell I was nervous, but what do they expect? They're literally yeah. judging you. Yeah. And so they were like, well, let you know by the end of the week. And I was like, okay. I was at work and I got the email and I was like this long, very, very nicely written email saying that, that they weren't going to continue with me. And I was, oh my God. (laughs) I was like, wait, what? (laughs) Like I had just poured all of my soul and heart and and done something so out of my comfort zone and really thought every, like everyone knew how badly I wanted and everyone knew, like everyone was rooting for me because they just knew, but you know. They were like, they were like, as much as you're queuing and all that stuff is great. Like, it is a performance base, and you couldn't hold your energy in the room. And right. like to hear that when I know that like I have so much passion for it. Yeah, it's so heartbreaking. It's just like what? Yeah, <laughs> like, like wait, but uh, I, I for sure get it. Like, yeah, I could tell anyone off a treadmill to sprint, mm. but there was something about putting a mic on, and so I just broke down because everything I was I was rooting like six months of busting my butt and telling my parents this is what I was gonna gonna do when they're on the other side of the country and doing everything that I could and then it's just like no (laughs) damn Um, that's hard that's really yeah no it was it was definitely um the the coolest thing that you know obviously there's I'm so glad every single thing has happened to me but like one of the coolest things for me to feel was I was sitting on the ground at work bawling my eyes out and um but no even though I was really crushed it didn't it didn't um make me feel any less confident that that's what I was supposed to be doing so you felt like even though they said no, you're like, it's still going to happen somehow? Yeah. So they, I mean, in the email, they were like, we suggest you coming back out for the like spring audition okay. and like working on your, now you know, tour, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Um, and it's funny because then I compared that to my film in, in college and I'd be like, okay, I knew I was always creative. I always made good product projects, but I, whenever we would present our projects I'd see someone else be like oh wow that was like how'd they come up with that story or like yeah that's shot so well but like fitness I was like I walked into that room and I knew I was like so confident and like this is yes this hurts like hell but I, I like I said it's it's definitely what I'm supposed to be doing and I can either be like okay screw you berries or I can be like okay let me take what I got the from this. The feedback, yeah. And then work on it and drop Mike in the spring. There you go. Um, and so that was on a Friday night. Saturday morning I showed up, took Chandler's class. Sunday morning I showed up and I took one of the bosses' class. Mm-hmm. And being my emotional little self was like crying on the treadmill, just trying to get my emotions out because we all know fitness makes you feel some type of way. Oh, for sure. Um, and then I went and took my first ever Soul Cycle class for, oh, really? for a charity for like a woman's. Oh, cool. I'm such a firm believer in the universe. It's so funny how things work out. I know we talk about this all the time. Yes. But um, went and took my first. It was like a woman's charity, like empowerment kind of kind of class. Yeah. And 
I was taking it, and it was like every single thing the instructor said was just like meant for me. Real, it's and like it everything just, you yes, yes. at that moment. Yeah, like, and it's like, yeah. do, like you know, like don't give, like stuff like that. And I literally came out of that class, opened up my locker, and had a voicemail from my boss. Wait, real? From yes. Barry, wait, you, when you're saying my boss, you're saying you would, the, you my would be boss. Yes, from okay. the berries. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, who was in charge. What? Yes. And, and what did the voicemail say? And <laughs> I was with my friend, and she looked at me, and I was like, do. She, like, just started to smile, and I was like, don't say it. And I was like, don't say it. And I listened to the voicemail, and he was just like, hey, let me know when you can call me back. Um, it's kind of urgent. And I was like, stepped outside, and I called him back. It's like, hey, how are you? <laughs> I was like, mm, just took a spin class. How are you? And he was just like, uh, I don't remember exactly what he said, but he was basically just like something happened with like one of the girls or something like that. Like basically like, I want to know if you're still interested in, in this training program. And I was like, eh, 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 eh. that makes me so happy, even though this is like two years ago. I was like, yeah. And he was yeah. like, great, we're going to send over, we'll send over all the documents. I'll see you tomorrow. What? And I was like, oh, is this happening? Oh, it was insane. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. And like, I called my parents and I was like, this is like, they were like, what? And they were just like, you know, that's, that's what happens. Yeah. But one of like the other things that happened was that Saturday night, I woke up that Saturday and I was like, it's my time to share my story. And so I shared like a photo of me before, like, my weight loss transition and I shared a photo of where I was at that time and I wrote a really long caption about and just poured out my my soul and like got very vulnerable and just kind of explained that like I had already been vulnerable and you know got my heart crushed so why not be vulnerable more and share my feelings and share um my journey because I slowly started showing photos to like people at Barry's or like people I worked with and everyone was like what and I was like yeah like I truly 360 my lifestyle um and so I finally I share and I was just like I hope that this inspires someone and I said I know that this is what I'm supposed to be doing and I'm confident about that and I'm confident about inspiring people and and so I think it's the fact that like you know I put that out there and I got vulnerable and and that and, resonated uh, with people. I put that out there, and then I opened I opened up a portal, and then... There you go. That came back. So then the next two weeks was four hours of training every single day. Very physically demanding, which honestly, yes, I was dead tired, but I had already been working out so much. I was pretty... I was fine. More, more very, very emotionally draining. And right. Because... I think probably, I think I was the, first off, the underdog, but I think it was the only person that didn't and had never taught group fitness or was, like, an actor or performer in any way, and so I couldn't find my voice at all. Like, my, I wouldn't say flaws, but one thing that I need to work on is I'm very hard on myself, and, like, I see, yeah, I see where I'm going to be or what I want to do, and and I'm like, why am I not there right now? Yeah. (laughs) I, something yeah. I've learned is just, like, enjoying the space in between in the process because that's the most beautiful thing. So, yeah, two weeks of that. And it was the same crit- critique every time, just couldn't find, figure out who I was. And, you know, they're like, we need to have you ready to sub at the end of those two weeks to a uh, sold-out class of 59 people. 
Yeah. Just, you know, that's how, that's how you pass. And yeah. so you need to, and they can't, they can teach you how to program. They can teach you how to cue, but they can't teach you how to find yourself in the room. How did that end up happening? How did you find <laughs> your voice? In a sense? They tried to like, they were like, did you ever do like an acting class? And I was like, no. <laughs> they're like, we're gonna, they called, they called a fuck with you day. Yeah. Where they just try and get you out of your head or they try and like just mess with you or he goes, all right, Jody. I want you to walk this room like it's a like it's a catwalk. Like strut your shit. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, okay. And so I was doing that, and then he made me stand up on one of the the benches, and I couldn't get off the bench. I just had to dance while queuing, and just just like little things cool. to get yeah, out of my head. So that was, I think, like the Tuesday, and then that Wednesday was the last time I mic'd up before the test out, and. I was definitely showing myself a little bit more, but then I forgot. I was forgetting my workout. Um, so I kind of had, like, a, a breakdown after that. The amount of times I've cried in bears is, is like, cathartic. insane. <laughs> it's a lot. Um, yeah, I was like, shit, like, okay, like, now what's going on? What? Why can't I? And so what I did is I literally wrote down every reason why I deserved it. And oh, that's beautiful. I um, took it with me, and I put it right next to, you know, I did what I could control. I memorized my workout. And I uh, <laughs> I took a shot of tequila before. <laughs> <laughs> that's not at all what I was expecting you to say. <laughs> like, I gave myself some real stuff, love. So I took a shot of tequila. <laughs> Uh, I truly did. I had a little airplane bottle. That is so And funny. I went into the bathroom before mine, and I just took a little swig, knocked the edge off, and then oh I went God. into the room, and I posted my five reasons why next to my workout on the mirror, and I literally just blacked out and dropped mic. Not literally blacked out. Because, <laughs> not blacked out because of the alcohol, but, like, something, I don't know. When, yeah, like, your adrenaline came, and everything. Yeah, I... I shit you not. What they told, me, what they said to me afterwards was like some of the coolest stuff I've ever heard. Like it was three of them, and they, everyone walks out, and then the three of that, the three people and head head of training, give you what they thought of it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And first thing, the one guy goes, "That was literally like day and night." Oh, he was beautiful. like, "Where did that come from?" Yeah, and I was like, "I don't know." And and then my boss, my now boss, was just like, I just want you to to really think about every the past two weeks and everything that we've that we've told you and how you've taken it and how you've used it instead of like getting mad or getting angry, you truly used it to try and grow and and it speaks wonders about who you are as a person and like who you'll be as an instructor and yeah. and they were like, this is your baseline now. <laughs> like, yeah. So I was like, oh my god. So that was like really cool. That whole experience kind of from getting rejected to two days later yeah. getting brought back and then going through that whole process. put a lot of thought into my brain. So I was like, all right, Jody, like, you're rad. And, like, I definitely got taken advantage of a lot and stuff like that. And it's, like, it, it strengthened me a lot. Yeah. I think it's really cool that you were able to go through all that and get all that Get the rejection and the criticism and see it as, like, a positive thing you could help make you better rather than being, like, that can really fucking get people down. Yeah, no, I'm so glad that I, like, felt, like, the lowest with the rejection and then just came in an underdog. Everyone loves to be the underdog. There you go. But, um, 
I mean, it just shows. I've always been a very hard worker, and uh, if you really want something, you can make it happen. Yeah, that's so true. And then that's how I became an instructor. (laughs) And then even when I first started teaching, oh, my God, it was horrible. Everyone majority of people are pretty bad when I they... I think I honestly went to one of your first classes. Because I remember you being in a class when they're like, this is Jody, she's about to become a trainer. And then I think I went to one of your... Pretty close to one of your first classes. Oh, yeah. I don't I remember, remember though, so I can't tell. <laughs> I was just like... I And, you know, I was... I didn't know who I... I still didn't know who I was fully in, in the room. And then I'd try... I kind of would attach to people that I liked people who taught that I liked Mm -hmm. because like I was like oh like I like that not that they said this or something like that but um whenever I didn't know who I was I'd kind of revert to to that not in like a way like oh I want to be them but I just didn't know who I was yeah so you feel like it wasn't just that you didn't know your voice inside the studio it was that you just weren't sure who you were in general I mean looking back on that now that's probably true, but at the time, you I thought really. that it was just that, like, I didn't know my voice because, I, like I said, I never taught before, and yeah, yeah, um, I only ever knew how to be a client. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm at a place where I'm, like, freaking stoked. Like, I I've 100% know who I am in the person, and, like, I hold a class, and... Dude, you, um. you kill it. You're like, you are a performer. You kill it. It's amazing. What's cool you is... There's so much passion. Yeah. It's just like, it yeah, and that's the second you walk in. That's the thing, and it's like, what's cool is I've found a way, because when they're like, you know, just be put on a show, and yeah. I'm like, well, dude, I'm so authentic. Not saying anyone, everyone's authentic, but like, I don't, I can't be anyone but myself. Yeah. And I'm like, how can I portray myself on a mic and like not and like get people to sprint and it it was a long process but it's cool that I've been able to find a way it's like I'm very I'm very straightforward in my classes but I'm like you're gonna do it because I'm walking proof yeah literally like I went through a big big fitness transition and I'm, like, I have the confidence in every single person because I know that you can literally do anything you want. Like, you can lose weight if that's what you want. You can get whatever job you want. Like, I've done it. And so I'm, like, yes, this is – sometimes you're not going to want to do it. Mm -hmm. But, like, if it's what you want to do, you're going to make it happen. Yeah. So I think that's the kind of the vibe that, like – I give off, and yeah, it's pretty cool that a lot of my clients have just said that you can really tell my passion, which is dope, because I'm a very passionate person. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's beautiful. It's awesome. So then, do you feel any pressures from working in the workout industry? That sounds weird. Do you feel any pressures from working working in the fitness? Working in the fitness industry. Like, workout Working in the workout, work, where, work, when, why. Work, 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 work. Uh, So... Yeah, I definitely, and that's something that I um, didn't ever think would become a thing. Um, I became an instructor, and like I said, I lost half of my weight before I got here, and then I lost more of it once I was here, and then once I became an instructor afterwards, 
I was work I was still continuing to work out and and something I've always been self-conscious about was like my stomach and uh almost every day like especially when I first started teaching I was like everyone was like oh my god the girl that's super fit the girl that's got the six pack the you know um yeah and people would literally come up to me like oh my god your abs like I'm not exaggerating <laughs> and and I was just like huh? yeah no, it's and, the and then yeah. and then I'm like yeah, yeah like I I worked I worked my ass off yeah for this and and yeah like Never, ever would I have ever in the 20, 23 years expect that I would have ass. Yeah. <laughs> I got that a lot. And, um, the and then, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I kind of continued to work out and found myself kind of attaching to that because, again, I still didn't really know who I was but you were, you were, in the room and then yeah. kind of spiraled into who I was in general. I was teaching a lot and working out a ton, taking, like, a, a class, like, every day or, like, two classes for yeah. no reason because also, you know, that was all I was doing and working front desk at another job, so I was by myself a lot, and I was like, mm, I don't want to be by myself, so let's go take a class. Yeah. <laughs> then I started spiraling downhill very quickly, and I started just, like, not eating as much. And then continuing to work out. But I was like, dude, I'm, like, hitting 14s on the treadmill, like, super strong. I look I look super toned. And yeah. my abs are ripped. And this is crazy. And then that, I yeah, I just kind of slowly stopped eating as much. And then kind of spiraled into whenever alcohol would be involved. Then, you know what a lot of people go through is you binge eat and went down the easy kind of hole of binge eating and then making myself sick. And yeah, that, I know that's hard to talk about. And yeah, yeah, that went on for a decent amount, but like I was still teaching and I was still working out and I still looked fine. So You're it was fine. <laughs> I honestly, I, I can't imagine you were in an industry that expects you to look a certain way. Yeah. And, like, I'm sure other people don't have, like, the best type of eating. I don't want to say eating habits, but, like, eating, like, they're not Especially showing here. the best type of eating ways. And and to be, it's easy to, like, having abs, it's, like, the ideal way to look that people think. And they see it on, like, yeah. you know, see it on and the all media. The different, like, and all the different, like, Yeah, and then you're tied so. to, like... You're tied to the girl with abs. It's like yeah. Image, oh my god. A hundred percent. You're tied to the like, girl that does keto or paleo or whatever. You know. No, I've a hundred percent. Like, I was so like I shit you not like every not every morning, but like I would like wake up, go to the bathroom, lift my shirt up, just making sure they're still there. <laughs> yeah. And like, oh, I did and get that. you know do shoots with some with for some people and I still was weighing myself sometimes I was like sick I lost more weight I look yeah. more toned like forever still like I had a fucking six-pack but I'm still conscious about my stomach like it's absurd yeah and there's never you never you never hit that point where you're yeah. like this is perfect I am at the point that I want to be at it's like you could always you always think it's like can be better yeah and um and are just constantly worrying yeah, and, like, even last summer, like, I'd lost, you know, I used to heavy lift, and I used to have a nice butt, <laughs> and then I lost that, and I was like, mm, okay, 
then I started going out a little bit more and I wasn't really like going out before and then I started going out more but I was like oh I don't have boobs or an ass so let me just wear every possible crop top basically bralette because yeah. I have a six pack so I'm gonna show that off yeah it's like thinking back and I'm like Joe are you kidding me like it's <laughs> so much more worth you than your six are pack. literally yeah. you're like you're literally like I don't have I literally coming out of my mouth you don't have boobs or a butt so Let's show your six pack. Yeah. <laughs> what? But yeah, yeah so kind of went. I kind of went down that. Did go down that pathway, and then then it started to happen. I started getting sick without alcohol, uh, and I knew. Like I was like, okay, this is the last time. And I had someone kind of be like, "Yo, what's going on?" <laughs> yeah. And like I was having a lot of stomach issues, stuff like that. And like this whole time back in. I became an instructor in January back in, like, September. I had fully lost my period. And so, and my friend was like, dude, you got to figure your shit out. Like, you're having all these stomach issues. You have night sweats. Like, you're starting to look small. Like, what's going on, you know? And I was like, no, I know. She's like, you need to figure it out. Like, you keep saying all these things. And And did you you tell her at that time or no? No, we were were out to eat. (laughs) We were in public. And... And I was like, no, I know, I know, um, because someone had actually walked in on me getting sick at, like, 4th of July. The girl that told my friend, my friend then was just like, you know, what happened? I was like, oh, it was because I was, like, drinking. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. And then the next day after she came, she kind of was like, what's going on? I got a letter in the mail from from one of my friend's that had visited me back in May, kind of voicing her concern for my health. And I was like, I, I just broke because I was like, this is what I needed because I knew I care so much about being authentic and I'm not leaving an authentic health life. Like, I look like I am yeah. to a point because I'm fit and, and then I'm happy, yeah, you know, that. but I was like, I would cry at the most random times yeah. and like it's so much anxiety and I never ever thought I'd get anxiety I was like what is going on yeah it was so bizarre and you know everything links up and then I called her after right after that and my friend and that is here and I was just like can we talk and you told her that yeah I told her I slowly did I mean yeah it's hard yeah it's hard just it's you know what the weirdest thing is that it's like it's hard to say the words sometimes to just say it it's, out loud. Yeah, I was. People I don't talk about I it. was like, oh, it was only when I was sick or when mm-hmm. I was drunk. Yeah. And then, even and then I was and then she was like, did you ever when you weren't drinking? I was like, once or twice. Nah, I mean that wasn't true either. And yeah. But ever since I, it's funny with me when I commit, I commit, mm-hmm. and ever since I s- said something. Since that day, I haven't gotten sick. That's great. I made myself sick. That's really great. And so that started kind of like the slow process of of healing. And I'm still in that. And is it just of healing the eating habits or was it healing something deeper? Oh, it's everything. (laughs) You know, it's like, I was like, all right, here we go. I acknowledge this. Then I was like, all right, I want to. I need to figure my period stuff out. So I was like, I don't want to get. I don't want to be on birth control. I don't want to get a fake period. 
Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. I want to get this back naturally. And it's funny now that I look back on it. This was six months ago. Mm-hmm. Even though I still don't have it back. Shout out universe. Let it come anytime soon. Yes. Great. Universe to Jody's ovaries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if I would have if I would have gotten just back on the pill to jumpstart it, I would have never had this past six months to actually like truly dive yeah, in yeah. and and heal so much yeah so much deeper than than just than my physical body. Just your bo- yeah, yeah yeah and exactly. my mind mm-hmm. like my soul like everything and it's yeah. so insane and it's so funny because it's like I was like no I don't want to go on the pill because I don't I want to get it back naturally yeah but and then it ended up being such a oh my god a journey. I w- if I would have gotten back on the pill, I would have been like, okay, I got my period back. That means I'm healthy. I can go work out again like an insane person. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So started going to acupuncture, and she was like, "I want you to stop working out." I was like, ah, "What?" <laughs> As a fitness instructor, you're like, "Wait, uh, lol." I was like, "Oh, okay." So like, I'll, I'll do workout once a day instead of twice. Yeah, you know, like, I'll, like, I'll, I'll um, stop a little bit, and I... Dude, acupuncture is, like, I've, I went to acupuncturist before, and they're, like, light yoga. Yeah. And walks, and I'm, like, to the, even today, I'm just, like, oh, I can do a little bit more, but, like, they're, like, they're, like... Yeah, they're very Low against. core, is the yeah, word. Yeah, they're very <laughs> against. But, so I was, like, okay, I'll, I'll do it less, right? And I think the hardest thing for me has been has been, like, trying to get, like, my relationship with food. Mm-hmm. That's, like, kind of what I'm working more on now. Yeah. Um, but I kind of, like, I just saw, I remember I, like, went to one of our um, appointments, and she was just, like, I really want you to just take a break. And I could just, like, see in her face that she was just, you know, she's not going to, tie me to my bed yeah at yeah. the end of the day it's me your pers- that, your that's gonna choose and I kind of sat back and was like okay Jody, someone that's looking out for your best interests and your health mm-hmm. is telling you that you need to take a break and you're not clearly you're looking at working out for that external factor of the way you look right as opposed to the way you used to just love it yeah. And, like, the whole reason you started it. So I just cut. <laughs> I was like, cut. All right, Jody, you, like, you got to stop. So I just yeah. completely stopped. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, this whole time I had to, even while I was working out, you know, I had to, I had to force myself to eat because I wouldn't get hungry. I had to accept a gaining weight. Mm-hmm. And... Um, not having my six pack that I was attached to for like a year. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And still waking up, going to the bathroom, looking, like lifting up my shirt, be like, are they still there? Yeah. Um, I stopped working out and I had actually met this girl. She used to work at this place that I went and. Oh, we can say who she is because she, oh, yeah. she was a podcast Stevie. guest. Stevie. <laughs> she was my fourth podcast guest. Oh, my God. Stevie Wright. <laughs> she freaking literally said she's Stevie. You are truly in your best calling. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. she she's amazing. I met her at her, her side job. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I just asked her what she did, and she said she was doing this Hunger for Happiness program where she would learn to be a self-love body image coach. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I'm like, hmm, You're like, I need this. What <laughs> good timing, yeah, right? Um, and then I, and I was like, yeah, if you ever need any kind of, like, people to – she's like, yeah, I, like, I run some workshops. I'm like, let me know. I'll, for sure. And um, in my head, I'm like, do you need this? Yeah. And yeah. so I went to one of her workshops. And it, again, like, I brought w- one of my friends with me. And we were talking. We got into kind of deep talking on our way there. And then when we got there, she just, every single thing that she said was just, we okay. literally, oh, my God. We, My friend and I looked at each other and we were like, this is literally everything that we just said in the car. It was yeah. insane. And, That's crazy. And, like, I cried. I was like, what is going on? And then she posted on her Instagram that she was doing, like, six, she had to do six clients for six, or I don't know how many clients, but six weeks, one-on-one sessions, and I thought about it, I was very tentative, and I was like, okay, (laughs) this is going to be very weird, it's going to get very vulnerable, but literally, I'm at the point, because you can heal your body, but, like, your mind has to heal like that's the hardest thing to heal yeah the mind is, is definitely yeah. the hardest part to heal yeah exactly. and I was like I'm starting to heal my body you know I'm going to the doctor I'm working out less but like my mind is just it went in this spiral I don't even yeah. know like looking back on I'm like how did how did I get to this point you yeah, know it's a dark place yeah, yeah it's it's insane I'm like what but not blaming myself at all but um, so I was like, you know what, this is literally is only going to help. So yeah. I signed up and she texted me like, like a week later and she was like, how would you like to be one of my clients? Aww, like, oh my God. Like, thank yeah, you. Yes. Yeah. I was like, dude, um, so great. yes, dude, it was six weeks and I can't even imagine where I'd be right now if yeah. I wasn't with, if I didn't do the work with her. Yeah. And I did some, (laughs) we, like, did, like, basically, like, a strip show. And, like, I danced in my room to, like, just connect with my body. And the thing that that I realized between working with her, going to acupuncture and everything, is just, it's so much deeper Mm -hmm. than you and your body and the way that, like, your body looks and stuff like that. It's... I mean, I get there's always there's always a deeper reason that we're punishing our bodies to that extent yeah. than just yeah. the food and just the looks. Yeah, like, and she she just said some like some she just knew exactly what to say, and she yeah. just like listens and and she's all about talking about like your inner child. And it's so funny to like I think love back that. and look at right. It's yeah. like oh wait, okay, you know that your inner child is just wanting to. And I literally, I used to get so much anxiety and obviously everything's related to, you know, your health and anxiety and stuff like that. And she was like, rewrite your story with anxiety. And she was, hell yeah. Yeah. I like that. What, like, what did that look? She, 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 like, what, when, when would anxiety come up? And I was like, "Mm, I don't know, you know, whenever like stuff with food or stuff like that. And she was like, anxiety is just your, you coming out of your body and it's in your head yeah it's like anxiety comes up and you need to say thank you and you need to drop back down into your body oh i'm gonna remember that yeah i know yeah dude i like wrote all her stuff down i was like 
I was like, another thing was just not being where I'm at or where I want to be and stuff like that. And she was oh, like, and then she was okay like, that's the space. the space. Yeah. And she's like, that's where the most beautiful stuff is. That's where the, where you can get most creative. And like the space for me and this whole journey has been finding out like that I, you know, so much more than, than my body. Exactly. Yeah. So that was six weeks of that. Um, was just mind blowing for sure. Yeah, and super healing and everything is what you needed. Yeah, you know, and I still had to teach. <laughs> you know, and dude, that's and, the part that like blows my mind. You are a strong person for trying to get through all this and fix your relationship with food and your looks and everything <laughs> while still being a fitness instructor <laughs> I'm having every single shirt I wear like cropped up right yeah <laughs> but now I mean I think it was beautiful really no what, inside thanks. outside all of it keep going for sure the first couple months of this was all so much serious body image stuff couldn't even look at myself in the mirror and like I taught in a room full of mirrors <laughs> yeah yeah True. Like, real, that was, that was, I could not come to the conclusion of, I mean, of accepting my body for what it was at, yeah. at that moment. We, we talked about this earlier. It's body dysmorphia. Oh, it is so gnarly. Body dysmorphia is, like, such a crazy concept to, like, It's, it's grasp. literally your brain. Actually, it's, a lot of people, like, can't really grasp the concept that have never dealt with it, but it's literally, your, your mind has so much power. It literally alters, yeah. That you see your body differently. It's insane. I know I've looked at, like, old pictures of myself when I thought it was, like, the biggest I look back I'm like damn damn like I'm like bigger now and I'm like I love my body more now than I ever have my entire life (laughs) yeah damn yeah and just like having to you know people are looking at you they're like obviously everyone looks up to us for our coaching our program and stuff like that but in reality they're looking at you for the way that you look they want to look like you yeah and that's and they tell you that too they're like they want to look like you but it I takes a strong to. person to know that, like, they can, you can hear all that and everything, but still be like, that doesn't affect you. And yeah. I do truly think you'll get to that point where it will be like, yeah, thank you, cool. But you know you. Yeah, and, and I it. think the biggest... What was I going to say? You can think about it. Don't feel that was a good one. <laughs> um, no, I mean, yeah, just that body image stuff was was something that I struggled with. Um, But, yeah, so for the first couple months, it was just a lot of not, you know, being okay with with having to to be in that room. And And hearing people say they want to look like you and all that um, in the mirrors. Yeah, that was tough. But I really didn't have a choice. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I was like, all right, I have to, I have to, to be okay with this. And I was still kind of working out. And then when I fully, I haven't taken a various class since January. And yeah. uh, it's been almost like, like two and a half months. Yeah. Uh, from going every single day. This is truly the longest I've gone without working out in like three years. Yeah. Um, And... So, you know, and then I fully stopped working out and um, to have to teach what I love and not do it is is Hard. easily one of the hardest things. While having to, while trying to heal my mind 
on this whole freaking vicious cycle yeah. is not easy. And, um, but I knew, and literally Stevie helped me so much. I knew I'd be able to get through it. And mm-hmm. I, like I said to her, I was just like, you know, it's kind of, it's, this was later on when I was past, I kind of got accepted to being like, all right, you know what? I'm not, this, there's nothing that I can do about my body right now. Yeah. <laughs> this is what it's got to be. Yeah. And um, that's it. And I know that I was going to come out, um, I'll come out stronger. And it's like I said, it's going to be like, it's just, <laughs> clearly it's a story to tell. And um, yeah. so yeah. I got better at it. And, um, but I didn't really tell people if they asked I was like I can't work out um but it's it was hard because people are like well why (laughs) I'm like well my health and they're like well what you know what's wrong what's wrong like I don't like I a lot (laughs) a lot I'm trying to heal from a lot you know and you have like an hour you want to talk about this yeah like and (laughs) yeah but I don't have my period, so, you know, that's, I, that's what mainly just what I told people. Yeah. And, um, not knowing when that's going to come back is like, like I literally will never forget. It was probably like a month ago. Uh, yeah, probably like a month ago. We're doing this challenge right now and a ton of people are taking class and it's a great thing. It's a great promo. Um, but obviously I couldn't do it. And just everyone's like, Oh, are you taking class? And our stickers go up everywhere. And like, you can see everyone, every, all the trainers are taking and, and I'm like, "Mm." and so for the second time I went into acupuncture and I was like, okay, I'm going to ask you again, like, can I, can I work out? You know, there's this option of double flooring. I don't have to run. Yeah. And she was like, I, your body, she's like, I don't want you to. Like, I don't, your body's not ready. And I was like, why? Just like, can you just tell me what's going, like, why? I can't work. I was like, I trust you. I'm going to, I'm going to listen to you. Yeah. And she was just like, yeah. Like, you know, basically, um, your brain kind of like, whatever glands in your brain went into like starvation mode mm-hmm. for however long and stopped getting signals from your body that it was safe for you to have your cycle. And, and, um, you know, your body was constantly in like survival mode and, right. and her just explaining that to me. Cause I, I was like, you know, I think my mind is ready to, work out again in in a healthy way and she was like your body's not ready and I was like she was like your body your soul and your mind all need to be ready yeah and she left and I just thought she like walked out and I was just lying there with needles in me and I just like started hyperventilate like I could not stop crying because it finally hearing her talk about what happened to my body Mm -hmm. I was I was just like heartbroken. Like what like, you put it through? Yes. So heartbroken. Yeah. And I literally was like, I'm so sorry, body. And yeah. I wasn't blaming myself at all. Like no. I wasn't saying like sorry, like, you know. But I was just truly it's like, like coming home to it was like worse like, than like I haven't had that bad of a heartbreak in like a relationship. Yeah. I mean I, yeah. 
And I, I was just it, like, yeah. oh my God. I could just like, and then it just like all came to me, just the kind of realization of like At that moment. how sick I got. And, 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 um, yeah, I was like, wow. Like I, how did I get there? When did, when did this happen? Yeah. All those things were, and I needed it and I needed to have that breakdown and I needed to, to just apologize yeah. to my body. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, now, and then, and now I'm still healing. Yeah. I'm still, still on that healing game. I remember what I was going to (laughs) say. There was, (laughs) you know, I, one of my biggest, biggest values is like, I want to be as authentic as I can as possible. And for that, one of the biggest reasons why I was obviously along with health and everything was I love what I do. Mm-hmm. I'm so passionate about it and I need to be as authentic as possible. And I looked healthy on the outside and no one knew, but I knew that I wasn't being healthy and I wasn't, yeah. if I wanted to portray both on social media and in my class that I live this happy, not I mean like authentic, healthy lifestyle yeah. and I need to, I need to get myself healthy because I'm too, I'm too much of an authentic person to, to, to not like, I could have, it was so easy. I could have kept going. Yeah. No one fucking knew. Yeah. Like, I mean, it would have got to the point where I looked too small or I was like, but you just knew that that, you weren't living your truth. Yeah. And so yeah, with, with everything. Yeah. Like back to now what I was talking about. (laughs) I I learned a lot about myself and like how to really start to dig deep and I'm not like afraid to to dig deep now and like really find my self love and it's a very <laughs> passionate project of mine but I'm a very committed person um like, like control but I literally have written you can probably see it like right next, right near my fan. I oh, have two yeah, like yeah. things written there. Like one, I'm committed to like positive relationship with food, mindful, mm-hmm. intuitive eating, um, and then the other one that's right under it says I'm committed to constantly putting in the work for myself, showing up for myself, yeah, and expanding my self worthiness. Yeah, that's just how I want to live my life. And I think, again, ha- having to go through everything that I've gone through has just proven that to me. And I think there's a lesson in every absolutely. every negative or bad thing that we go through. It seems horrible and it seems hard, but if it's beautiful if you can come out of it with having yeah. learned a lesson. And there's always a lesson to learn. There's yeah. always a lesson. I feel like everything happened when it needed to happen. And I've, I mean, we talk about, like, the universe and everything, like shit happened at the time that it needed to happen in the way that it needed to happen and unfolded. Beautiful. So. Beautiful. It's, yeah, I, um, it's been quite the, uh, quite the long journey with that, but. But you're doing an amazing job. <laughs> Thanks. Some days I'm like, hell yeah, let's do it. Look at my curves. Look at my boobs. <laughs> they came <laughs> back. Ladies. <laughs> like, what? And then I go and 
I know. Try on a pair of pants, and I'm like, shit. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's that's life, though. I mean, everyone's everyone struggles for sure with image yeah. issues. No, absolutely. Everyone goes through shitty days. It's it how we deal world, with them. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I have like a tool of like self care things that I do if I know I'm like getting like a little or like if I'm slipping into like depress like my yeah. like more of my depression or like if I'm having like um eating issues or I don't know that sounds really weird too but like I'm just having trouble with like my relationship with food like having an arsenal of tools and knowing like knowing you're getting into that state mm-hmm. and then having yeah. tools yeah, to yeah, help yeah, you yeah, yeah. One, manage yeah. it because it's not like it's like oh I can't be there like this is never gonna happen again I'm a failure if I go back there it's like okay no yeah. it's gonna happen except yeah, that exactly it's how you deal with it exactly yeah. and like I don't want to give away too many of of Stevie's tips because they're precious to her. Stevie's tips right now. But, you know, <laughs> something with intuitive eating and stuff like that. And she was like, when you're eating, because, girl, I could crush a whole thing all better. <laughs> and I used um, to be like, oh, oh great, that was my dinner. Like, no, okay. But, she, okay. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I totally <laughs> ate one of Allie's, uh, my fifth podcast guest, one of Allie's granola butters, like... In, like, the span of, like, a day. But it's all about, it's, like, all right, you think, you're, like, okay, you know, this is a direct quote of Stevie, are you eating this to enhance the moment, or are you eating it to numb? So, it's, like, you sit there. Oh, yeah, I love that. Yeah, and you, and and you're, and I'm, like, because I used to, I love cooking. Yeah. But I would just house my food, just crush uh, it. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. like... I didn't. I just. I just lost that relationship with, yeah. with food. I just lost it, and it sucked. But now it's like, okay, like, yeah. Are you, are you eating this to enhance it? Are you eating it to numb it? And it's just like that. Just taking that second to think, right. or it's like, I'm gonna try these pants on. Oh shit, they don't fit me anymore. So much anxiety comes up. Right. Right. And then I'm like, drop back down. Okay. Yeah. Let it go. <laughs> Nothing yeah. you can do about it. Nothing. Exactly. And that's why, like I said to you, I think one of my, one of my things that at least I, I truly am probably for the rest of my life, unless I absolutely have to never get away myself. Yay. I love that. Because there's just no for, point. Yeah. I mean, like. Well, look like, at it scientifically. Like, there's so many things that affect your weight, whether it be, like, your water weight that you're holding or, like, the time of day. What If you're a girl, like, your time of month. Yeah. Like, a lot of things affect it. Muscle weighs more than fat, this and that. But then when it comes to, like, it, when you've struggled with body image issues and you've struggled with your relationship with food, you tie it so, like, your, oh your weight God. is your worth. And that's, like, ridiculous. Yeah. You tie it so closely together and... Yeah, it's really not necessary. To no, it's weight. not. And like, and if you go to a doctor and they want to weigh you, you can just be like, I don't want to know. Yeah, I do it all the time. Yeah, and also I want to be at the point where my mind, body, and soul is all so connected that I just like, I yes. know I'm good. Yeah, good. I love. It's not like I'm like, oh my god, I want to eat all these cheeseburgers and chicken fingers. No, I yeah. love it. I I love eating healthy. I love the way it makes me feel. I you know I love yeah. it. So why is there? Per- purpose there's nothing like if i stepped on a scale right now i would probably go ape shit like for sure yeah and so it's just not worth it like yeah i i know what i've i've been able to sit back and realize like what's gonna give those triggers and it's just like not gonna do it yeah exactly so it's just all about yeah being mindful and and just 
freaking loving yourself. Just freaking loving yourself. <laughs> just like, yeah. Just, just like, all oh, like, the self-love. I love that. <laughs> God damn. Oh, that's great. That's so great. Thank you for sharing all that, by the way. Because I know, like, talking about that stuff is, it's pretty, it's pretty new. It's relatively new for you. And Yeah. yeah. So, thank you. Um, all right. So, <laughs> take that support. All right, so the first question I have for you is, what do you hustle for? Ooh. Someone doesn't listen to the end of my pod. I, I know, I do. <laughs> Honestly, I was trying to, like, think about um, myself and my self-love yeah. for myself. Okay. And why did you choose the word self-love? Um, I took out worth and put love because I, um, I know my worth. Mm-hmm. And I can always love myself more. And that in turn, I love to love. Yeah. So that in turn, me having so much self-love for myself lets me share it with everyone else. And I just want to impact people in as many ways as I can. If I have the most self-love for myself and other people see that, then maybe they'll start to have their self-love for them. Like there's nothing more that makes me more stoked than someone super passionate about what they do. Yeah. Or like who they are. Yeah. Um, and I just, I want to love every ounce of me. Yeah. <laughs> someone told me, I, I mean, actually, I don't know who it was, but, and I think the quote was something like, no one's going to do number one, like number one. And I feel like I said that quote, wrong every single time I say it so it sounds like a little sexual but like no one's gonna love you as much as you're capable of loving you because only you know yeah as much you're you're the person you're always going to be with the rest of your life you're the person you're going to be with the most in your entire life right yeah and so you're the one you're the one that's gonna be in the dark the deepest and darkest of times with yourself yeah you're the one that's gonna be in the highest and best of times with yourself yeah and you've got to love yourself on every single exactly wavelength of life exactly and i feel like we're truly capable of giving ourselves the most love that any person more than any other person but it takes work and it takes it takes and that's the thing and that's why you put in the work and that's why you show up for yourself and yeah all right, and then my second question for you is, what advice would you give your younger self? That was the one that I remembered. <laughs> Normally, I ask those backwards. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Keep going. Um, okay, well, I'm still pretty young, so that's so that's, <laughs> so that's nice. And, that's nice and rad. Um, I'll be hitting the quarter century in, in November. But I, I I don't think I make this like clear in my podcast. I feel like there's so many self help people and everything, and people who have these like self-realizations later in life and they're like 30s or 40s or 50s and it's like that's why I do this podcast I want people when they're in their when they're in college or yeah when they're like fresh out of college to like realize this stuff now because if we realize it now I know I'm so stoked badass badass (laughs) human beings in the future and and, and as a collective we're gonna be like a badass generation oh yeah it's like much more aware and I know. It's cool. I listen to so many podcasts and so many self-enlightenment and not self-help stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and it's a lot of people saying how they wish and, like, 
their age of where I'm at right now. So it's pretty rad to hear. But what advice would I give myself today and even younger is just to, again, to just love yourself as much as you can and just be so true to who you are and and take the time to find out who you are. Mm-hmm. Everyone is here for a reason. Everyone is so unique in every single way. You are literally your the only you. Mm-hmm. And like, that's awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. You don't have to validate anything. You don't have to validate yourself at all. Mm-hmm. Like you are on this earth. <laughs> like you are enough. Yeah. I-, I can preach that as much as I could. I could have preached it when I was younger, but I wouldn't have believed it. And yeah. it's it's preaching it, but it's truly sitting with yourself and being like you are enough and just having so much love for yourself and every every ebb and flow of life and you're not broken (laughs) that's a big one definitely and you don't need fixing yeah okay so thank you so much for sharing all that and answering my questions. So there's one other thing that I wanted to talk about with you. And you know what's up because um, Jody is a badass female and the universe aligns and does its shit when it needs to. You had an amazing opportunity recently come up. Do you want to talk about that? I heard it was with a company called like <laughs> Nike or something. <laughs> what was up with that? Yeah, so I got given an amazing, amazing, truly dream come true opportunity with with Nike. Um, went to an event back in like August that I wasn't even supposed to be. I wasn't even invited to. My friend Lara couldn't go. No, my friend Lara couldn't go, and she was like, "You should go to this." I can't go. Oh, okay. It was like a Nike event, and um, a lot of like. Um, influencers were there and I was just like what am I doing here <laughs> like I do not belong with my 1,000 followers maybe <laughs> but anyways. Instagram is not indicative of yeah, your right. worth at yeah, right? <laughs> all that, that time this was back in yeah. August but uh, I ended up just again organically talk- ended up talking to some people that worked with Nike and told them my story of how I drove out here and everything with berries and you're like, have you ever thought that's awesome and inspiring? Have you ever thought about doing anything with Nike? I was like, no, but I'd love to. So I was like, oh my god, I'm about to become a Nike master trainer, like, tomorrow. <laughs> and then nothing came about. And I was like, oh god. But I met some cool people from that event, and they invited me to other small events. Mm-hmm. And I kept seeing Mal and Molly, who are in Nike marketing. And then... Two weeks ago, Mel hit me with a DM on Instagram. She yeah, was like, girl, I thought, I thought I had your info. Like, send me your, your email and phone number. I have a really cool opportunity for you. I woke up the next day to a long email that was literally, what if me and him never played sports? What if Serena Williams never picked up a racket? You know, the female, these female role models, like, were unreal. And basically, the, the movement has slowed of females in and especially role models in sports uh female wise 
And I'm going to say, like, I saw your video, and I never even considered that or thought about that. Yeah, I know. Same. Yeah. Yeah. And so Nike, in this email, was like, Nike's mission is to, you know, get this momentum going again. And we're going to start with 25 role models in L.A. to address, like, the deficit of girls. Yeah. The dropout rate of girls in sports because it's the lowest it's ever been in history. Um, they're like, we recognize you as one of these. And I was like, what? (laughs) And then they brought us all in to a meet and greet and everyone went around and said their names, what they were passionate about, what they do. And it was Mm -hmm. just unreal to be in that room. The amount of like inspiration and just powerful, badass women that were in that room was so cool. Yeah. So cool. My momentum was so high. I was like, yeah. let's go <laughs> right now. <Yeah. laughs> like, I can um, see that for you. Too. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm like sitting there in the corner, like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Right. Uh, and so basically, what they, and this was that Sunday was when that Nike video dropped that was like the dream crazy just do it one that everyone reposted oh about. yeah yeah yeah, yeah that and one. that was that they that dropped that Sunday night um and then that Monday they Mel got up and they had a cool PowerPoint and they were just like Nike wants to partner with each one of you individually and we see you as inspiring role models and Nike the city of Los Angeles the mayor and all of us, me and the other women, we have a goal, had a goal to get 500 women to this summit. Um, and Nike's super low key about stuff. Like this has all been happening in like three weeks. Yeah. Um, so still don't really know the exact details of the summit, but basically what it is, it's on April 6th and, um, it's a day filled of inspiration and education and Basically, you'll get certified to coach referee in the city of Los Angeles. So it's kind of to get those Whoa. those role models back into the in, to inspiring the next generation. Um, and <laughs> I was still just sitting there, and I was like, "How is this happening to me?" That's like, amazing. I literally have you can see it on my bed. I literally have written on my bed on eleven eleven because on eleven eleven because you know manifestation clearly I've done a lot of that in my life um I was like I wrote down like 10 or 12 things that I was going to manifest and one was to serve something bigger than myself which I'm already doing with berries you know I love that um and then another was to be on my way to either being a Nike master trainer or working with Nike in some way yeah Mm -hmm. And then this happened, and I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Dude, the universe, like, what? Seriously. And I went up to Mel after this, and, of of course, right in my brain, I was like, oh, my God, I want to do an all-female berries class with with everyone. She's like, so I'm going to assume you're saying yes, (laughs) because we had the choice (laughs) to agree to it or not. And I was like, yeah, mm mm-hmm. And I told I told her both her and Molly I was like, this has been a dream of me yeah. of mine, and they were she was just like you know we couldn't have thought thought of a better person for the That's opportunity. Beautiful. So with again because I like to think deeply um, with this happening again. So it's on April sixth. 
You can sign up. The link is in my bio. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be dope. Um, it's going to be really, really amazing. The girls that I'm with are just mind-blowing. Yeah. Um, more details on that to come. Uh, give people some information on how they can follow along with you and follow everything. Yeah. You know, the jam. It's, if it's just Instagram. Yeah, it's a lot of But, like, Instagram just want to put out there, a lot of people think my last name is Elms. Because my... <laughs> totally <thought> my yeah. <laughs> My Instagram handle is Jody Elms. And I've tried to change it to Jody Elmer, but that's already taken. Who is this Jody so Elmer? So rude. Let's find her. So rude. But, oh no, goodness. yeah, on Insta, so, at Jody Elms. Which is J-O-D-I-E-E-L-M-S. Yeah, no one ever spells my first name right. It's J-O-D. How do people spell People usually either spell it J-O-D-I or J-O-D-I. Why? I know, whenever people spell it like J-O-D-I, I'm, I'm always just like, do I just let it go? Or do I yeah. be like, ooh, you forgot the E. It's, almost, yeah. it's a little awkward. What if it was with the Y? You're like, um, excuse well, me. Well, then I'm just like, yeah, we that's not right. We need to sit down and talk. <laughs> and then I'm just like, no. That's not close at all. <laughs> yeah, not quite. You can check out our video on... Oh, my God, check it out. Nike Los Angeles. It's a very powerful, inspiring video about females and sports mm-hmm. and how it's our... It's our time to take charge and to inspire the next generation. Yep. Exactly. Just in general, yes. in life. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing everything, sharing your story. And this was her first podcast. <laughs> also, <laughs> just job. need to shout out Kirsty <laughs> because... Not only is she amazing, but I'm literally her number one fan on this podcast, on her podcast. That's why I, brought, I, I paid her to say this. <laughs> no, for real. I was super, super stoked for you. Thank you. To start this. You know, we vibed on Thanksgiving right away right. when we all just like opened up real quick and went yeah. real deep into conversations. <laughs> and okay. she has quickly become a very, very... Dear good friend of mine, and I have only the utmost respect for her. Thank you. And I'm so honored to be on this podcast, and I'm so stoked to see how big and amazing and impactful. Thank you. I appreciate that. You the best. Got you, girl. Yeah, thank you. Should we go have some more cookies? (laughs) We're going to go eat those cookies now. Dude, I probably... (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, God. All right. (laughs) Bye, guys. Thank you so much for listening. As always, I do this for you and I really appreciate that you guys listen and you enjoy it. So if you want to, you can follow me on Instagram. My handle is at wanderwithkirstie, W-A-N-D-E-R with K-I-R-S-T-I-E. Also, if you really, really love me, you can rate me on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you listen to this on. Until next week, keep hustling for yourselves. Keep loving yourselves. You really do deserve it.